0: This is Pot on a Penny. I'm Alex. And I'm
1: Megan.
0: And in this podcast, we will flip the coin on its head.
1: Struggle our way through the big smoke.
0: And make sparkling diamonds out of ashy coals.
1: Or so they seem.
0: Join us in our attempt to become successful, sexy.
1: And rich.
0: Starting.
1: Right now. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to Posh on a Penny with me, Megan.
0: And me, Alec. Hi.
1: Hi, how are ya? <laughs> so this week's episode is really exciting for us, but we want to begin with um, our... Our usual. Our usual, yeah. So...
0: Last week we introduced you all to the new segment at the beginning. We've kind of elaborated a, a little bit more yeah. this week.
1: So it's a Posh reminder of the week.
0: Philly. Really? <laughs> Just like, not that it would need explanation, but sometimes, you know, people forget and people um, let themselves go and their manners and their outward appearance and just things. But we added this week,
1: a posh, or like from
0: this week yeah, on. Yeah, from this
1: week on as well is a posh word.
0: A posh word. So what's the this week's posh word?
1: Well, I need to make sure that I get this right.
0: Because <laughs> when we were talking about this week's episode...
1: We want our posh word to associate with the episode. Right. Um, every week. And but, so then... <laughs> so I said, what's another, what's a posh word for, like, an interview?
0: And I go, well, interlo- interlocutor.
1: And I said, have you made that up? <laughs> <laughs> but the and I've
0: never heard of it in my life. And that just confirmed to me that this must be a posh word. Oh, the, at least exactly. the Essex girl doesn't know the interlocutor. <laughs> Surely it's posh. No, basically, I knew it because back at school, I used to do this Cambridge thing. Which I failed as a native speaker, which was pathetic and embarrassing. Right. But I was like, we've got this interlocutor asking us questions.
1: And I was just like, I still don't know what you're saying. It sounds like a foreign language in itself. But it just shows that um, integrating big words into your language can make you sound more posh.
0: Really? Just upgrade your vocab.
1: Upgrade your vocab. But yeah, uh, it means like conversation and just talking, which is basically what we do on this podcast. Yeah so yeah if you want
0: to make it sound pretend <laughs> which
1: just, is you know just take say it inter- till you make it yeah
0: interlocutor is um yeah the Pos- posh
1: reminder
0: posh reminder of the week
1: please go ahead
0: guys in if we weren't in lockdown right and if we had human interaction when you meet someone what's what do you usually do megan i you introduce yourself and then how do you do that I give them a handshake or hug. Okay. But, I mean, basically. I we're I about, about I, I give them a hug. I was going to say, <laughs> we're bad examples because we're huggers. We hate handshakes. Especially me. Always good, like, but in here. a more um,
1: business world.
0: world. In what? a respectable world, you give a handshake. And I just need to be reminding people this week.
1: Do not underestimate.
0: The handshake. Yeah. The importance of a firm <laughs> handshake. I can't with a fishy. Fishy. <laughs> <laughs> Like a fishy hand.
1: Like a floppy, like... Fully floppy,
0: like saggy. It's the worst thing you can do. It's the worst first impression you can make on a person. So just a reminder this week, you want to have a firm grip on life and on your handshake. Amazing. Which brings us to...
1: Let's get straight into it. The Um, exciting news
0: of this week. So if we were not in lockdown right now, and if we wouldn't do this virtually right now, (laughs) I would shake this week's guest's hand with a very firm grip
1: (laughs) she is the fashion queen of the london scene ahora hi how are (laughs) you
0: welcome (laughs) hello
2: hello it's me (laughs) ahora hi how are you hi how are you i'm great i'm living my best life sat here pussy filling how's (laughs) you yeah, we wish it
1: was on a podcast right now, because we wish everyone could see you. We can see you. Fully In turning full out drag. a look, like, you look insane.
2: Yeah. I'm giving you Marilyn Monroe on cat.
1: <laughs> you really are. <laughs> that's,
2: that that's the best description. <laughs> if yeah, I could be a drug, yeah. this would be cocaine. Oh, oh, okay. Expensive, honey. Expensive
0: and platinum white. Yes. <laughs> you, you would have to see. Yeah. For everyone who doesn't know, who are you?
1: Um, and what
2: are oh you about? <laughs> well, for all that you who don't know, which I'm sure you do, <laughs> I am Ohora, the fashion queen of the London scene. Pretty, witty, and fucking mean. But on top oh. of that, I am a designer, I am a performer, a model, everything. Everything. Club 96. <laughs> Club 96. <laughs> Club 69. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're turning out insane looks. Like, if you scroll through Instagram, it's amazing.
1: Yeah, love it. Thanks. I try, Um, you know,
2: just a casual look for the shop. (laughs) Poundland. Literally. (laughs) Me, yeah. Put on a good look to go shopping at Poundland on my shopping spree daily, living my best life.
0: You're not allowed to go anywhere else at the moment, anyway.
2: So how
1: else are you going to do it? I love it.
0: Got to do it in drag, at least if I get arrested, they don't know who the fuck I am. Exactly. (laughs) So... I feel like we should give a little bit of an introduction to how this all came about. Well, yeah, because you two—it's
1: been a minute, huh? A hot minute since we uh we've spoken, even or we've because I used to know you from uni.
2: Yeah, we you go way together, back, sadly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how dare you!
2: I remember Megan when she was a ginger. Now she's a blonde she's upgraded oh she's upgraded she leveled up she did a sierra
1: i i have i've well i've tried
2: (laughs) (laughs) and i'm a woman now god what has changed oh my
1: god crazy (laughs) i'm blundered now you're a woman
0: wow (laughs) wow uni life eh yeah (laughs) (laughs) what was megan like back in the day when i did not yet know her wow she had a lovely boyfriend okay <laughs> we shall not mention uh, uh, but, <laughs>
2: but yeah she went and she was very love struck, very innocent uh, didn't really you know she liked to drink but she also liked to be at home eating food with her boyfriend in her bed doing an, an odd drawing here and there
0: and so now... nothing's changed
2: feely. Really. Oh fuck. And now she's single, she's a blonde slag. <laughs> fully? Fully. Fully changed. New woman. I don't even yeah. recognise her.
1: That's very uh very accurate description.
2: <laughs> so she triggering. Was, <laughs> she was very she was very contained.
1: Oh, such a good description. That is she a good was.
2: Description.
1: I was so contained.
0: Ooh. very so kept.
2: In herself and with everything else.
0: I was going to say, like, it's her own cage.
2: I really... Yeah, it really yeah. was.
1: It's mad. So much has changed in terms of that, for sure. 100%. Um,
0: you made it out.
1: <laughs> I made it out alive. She
2: survived, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, well, one thing I will have to say about uni experience uh, is that you fully introduced me to the gay scene. To heaven, to my first ever gay nightclub. My my first night out in London was a gay night out. Which I As it should be. As it as it should be, absolutely. But like you fully introduced me to that world. Yeah,
2: but like saying to you, this is the this is the R and B world, this is where you twerk. You come (laughs) you come down here, this is the club flop. Yeah, in you, you go back gave here. us like a tour. Yeah, literally, I was like, "Guys, follow the whistle," <laughs> you know, doing the <laughs> doing the full
0: shibang. Yeah, you um, really
1: were. You felt like a little tour guide of London. Like you literally introduced me into all of it. It's insane. Yeah,
0: it was what was the first wild. time heaven, obviously.
1: Heaven was it. Yeah, and we went there literally. Then every every week. weekend, every Paul, week. I,
0: I
2: remember the first like one of the first weeks I met everyone because I'd been I was in my second year but you guys were in your first yeah and um we went to and did Porn Idol oh the best um Rihanna actually got up and did it
0: <laughs> no wait are you serious yeah <laughs> did she win
2: she no. got booed off stage because she
0: wouldn't get, get a mid out oh <laughs> that's is not a lie that's not a lie no that's such a shame she could have fully gone home with uh, what is it 100 quid And
2: she, I remember specifically, because I went, I I re-downloaded Snapchat for the first time in three years and it said on my memories, the video was there. So I found it and she fully comes out to Beyonce. um, What's the one? like... Oh my God, no, yeah,
1: I've seen it. Partition wasn't it.
2: Oh. And then she fully came out, was doing the full thing. Everyone was screaming and then it just went flatline. It was like someone had just been shot.
0: What a shame. It's always girls who win. She would have had such a good shot. It's always girls.
1: Girls often win. I still love Born Idol.
0: Okay. It's still... It's Man, still I, I miss going out. I need... I am afraid that the night scene is not going to recover from the current situation because I hear a lot about things in Germany and in Berlin and even Heaven. What is it, Jeremy?
1: Jeremy Joseph.
0: Yeah. Oh. He put out statements and I'm like, if um, G-A-Y and Heaven are not going to reopen, I'm going to move away. Hopefully. <laughs> No, there, is no, there is no reason for me to stay here. Yeah.
1: No, I'm like, I st- I'm still there on a weekly basis. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like, that never stopped for me, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we've never is. run into you. That's weird. Are you I, not at heaven anymore?
2: I was banned from heaven. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, early, early in the year.
0: <laughs> this,
2: this year? year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but obviously things have changed <laughs> yeah oh so um so that's non-existent anymore but um but yeah so i just i kind of avoided heaven and also i started getting a lot more bookings and gigs in the last year so my weekends were spent doing those locations and doing those venues rather than being at heaven like I f- and also i feel like i'd reached a point i think it was like a new year i went to i think oh was it pride i went to heaven for some reason i just I was in there. And I just thought this is just not for me anymore. Like I'm not. Mm. You mean I'm like I'm like nearly twenty four. I know it's like outgrowing it. And, yeah, yeah, but I've been I've been doing it every weekend since I was eighteen, and I was just like I kind of don't even enjoy the the drink and everything there. Do you know what I mean? I just thought I, I mean now I'm more of like because I have to my, like the nightlife is now work for me. Yeah, mm. I I kind of enjoy now just being able to go to like a really like cool place like Sketch and just sit and spend a load of money on just drinks socializing rather than being like. Oh, we hear you. Bath. We yeah, hear, hear you. Mate, do you know
1: what trust I me. Mean? Yeah. That is really what we've started to do more often of now. Like, we'll go to, like, Mr. Fogs. We'll go to Sketch. Oh, it's live for Mr. That one. Yeah. Is the, the best. Best. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: just a fantasy, you know? The thing is about heaven, I feel like I love and I will always love heaven. You do outgrow it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like a stomping ground that you always come back to. It's like a little home. Oh, God, Yeah. yeah. It is home, for sure. And also, it's like,
1: yeah, it's not a place to be anyone, really, you know? Like, like, that's the point. In
0: heaven, it doesn't matter, like, who you are, what you are. You can just be there and have a good time. Um, But you also need to know what you're going to expect.
2: Yeah. Like, it's not like
0: an insane, like, posh night out. Yeah,
2: exactly. No, it's like, if any of my friends ever come down and they're like, oh, I want to come down, but, like, do I need to bring heels and stuff? I'm like, you know what? Bring your trainers. Bring whatever you want. It's if so chill. Go to heaven. You can do it, and you can wear if you want, and just have a good time. Like it's a guaranteed good night if you're with the right people. Yes, exactly. But if you go, but like for me, I used to go with the intention of like tonight I'm getting dick,
0: and like no. now,
2: and like I go there now, and it's just you know one end of the spectrum or the other, and it's n- there's no like middle ground, so it's just a bit extreme. Yeah. Um, and also when you're a drag queen and you go there, like you just get bombarded.
0: I was gonna ask this actually. Because I... You obviously hear a lot about drag queens and dating and that stuff. How is it for you? How is it for you? I I feel like I know something about this little cheeky spook you've got
2: going on. <laughs> Excuse me? Drag queens talk, just saying. Anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this podcast is about you, not about me. Oh, yeah, oh, so let's bring, let's
2: bring the spotlight back to me. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, for me... I just I had the reason I started drag was because of an ex. Oh Megan knows this sex.
1: I do. I still have him on
2: Instagram. <laughs> Ew,
1: have you seen him now? Yeah, he Christ, really, a, he's fully really on
2: OnlyFans. Fully!
0: <laughs> oh, we I've shown
2: you. Yes. The desperation <laughs> is real. And you know what? Congratulations, my dear, you're doing porn. I'm so proud. Um, but other than that. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I mean, all this one word, Facetune does wonders, you know?
0: Oh, it really does.
2: Oh, it's great. <laughs> it really is. It's <laughs> prime example. Anyway, <laughs> but no, this person, who shall not be named, <clears throat> um, basically broke me as a person for many, for mm. a, a long time, even when I was with Megan for the yeah. whole year. Um, and then it got to a point where... Like I, I, remember I was here. I I was going to school. It was my. I was it, was. it was before I was graduating. I was in my third year, and I just said to him like, "Oh, I'm going to school." Like, I gave him a kiss on the head. Never saw him again since that day. Wait, what? He just He just messaged me and he was like, "I've just realised, you know, you're not enough for me. Um, I just don't think this is working out. Um, you're too femme, You'll never be masculine enough for me. You can't oh. fuck me because you're you're too femme. All this stuff. And I just thought, w- what? you know what I mean? And I would have been this person for like three years. So don't we
0: love a bit of ma- uh, toxic masculinity?
2: Always, girl. So oh, it's I the just best. sat there and I thought, for ages I beat myself about it. And then I thought, God, like I don't know what to do. And I, and I took some time out and I was tr- just trying to finish my degree. And then when I finished my degree, it just hit me all. All of it just came at me at once. And I just thought... I can't deal with this. Like, I've, got, I've now finished uni. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just working. Like, I need a distraction. So, I just turned to makeup and I just started doing makeup in my bedroom every day. This was like March 2018. A while back. Yeah. Not last year, the year before. It was yeah. 2018. Yeah. yeah. So, it was, it was then. And then, all the way until October, I was practicing makeup. And then, by October, I was like, I look good. I'm going out in full drag and I'm going to get a book in. And I'm just gonna prove to you that being femme is a good thing and that I can be on top of being a woman.
1: Oh, I love that. Oh my God, I caught
2: it. I did, yeah. So that, I really so he, love that. He messaged me and was like, You look amazing, blah, blah. And I just said to him, Oh. Thank you. And I was like, Thank course. you. Of course. I'll always be too femme for you. <gasps> oh. What a clap back.
1: Oh. Wow. Oh, I love it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, you now.
2: But this this is the tea. So that was October. By the September, November, I met this guy, oh, fell in love with him, cool. Oh, that's not much to say. Fell in love with this <laughs> guy. <laughs> <Lovely bit. laughs> fell in love with this <laughs> guy, bit. was everything, you know. I thought, finally, this person accepted me as drag. I thought, this is this is it, you know. Someone accepted me in drag, someone thinks that femme femmes a cool thing, blah blah blah. Fully into this person come to january um and this person did the same thing oh and i just and so this is so this is the point so then he was like and he literally did the same and just got up and left and said oh I bet, went, this is what he said to me when i just want to shag around oh wow and i was like well you you go do
0: you it's some and true then- colors
2: yeah, and it was like he was like he was like to be honest. I just don't want a relationship, and like I'm going on, I'm going away on this cruise, like this tour with his dancing and stuff. And I thought again, I've met another another dancer, boy. right? Yeah, and I thought don't fuck get me. don't get yourself like, well, involved.
1: You?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the gays the gays are swarmed with the dancers.
0: They've really been.
2: But um, are. I was just like fuck this. Like I like this guy's done the same thing. Took off on a cruise. That's what the other one did, and all when he a went on a cruise ship. did What a tour the hell? For a year. So I thought, you know what? I'm sick of these tall cruise boys. Like, where's the Titanic at? Sink these fuckers. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, someone give someone give me a lord. Um, and I was just like, yeah. So after that, that was March time last year that, it, that ended. The same time the other one ended. And I thought, I'm done with this. I'm not dating anyone. So since then, I've not dated or even talked to
0: another guy. Join oh. the club. Yeah, literally. Join the club.
2: Focusing Can't on be yourself asked. and your growth, honey. Yeah. And
0: look and where like- it gets you. Look where it gets you.
2: Exactly, and this is the carver, girl. Yeah, yes. Things are coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I but love like, it. But like, that ended and then I got, literally like a month later, I got Vogue Italia. So I did that shoot in the church. I
1: saw that, I it was insane. Then I got all
2: these gigs. I did Christian and Versace, and I just thought, you know what? There is a blessing. And then it come to September, My mum won the bloody lottery, and I was just balling. Life was great.
0: <laughs> it sounds it
2: literally honestly it was like it just goes to show i think the second you make yourself priority and the second you put yourself first good things come in your way as a reward. yes big retweet yes huge
1: huge and you want these things as well and when you want it and put it out there it comes like
0: exactly
1: for sure so (laughs) what are you sniggering
0: at now i'm just looking at our notes and i'm like wow What can we go into next? No, because wait. For like... Because I wanted to talk about like when you go out, Mm -hmm. how are you reciprocated by guys? Because obviously what people don't understand is that drag queens go out to work. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Not necessarily to go... I mean, you obviously have a great time, hopefully, as well. Yeah. But it's more to... It's what pays your bills. It's what you are there to entertain.
2: Yeah, um... I mean, you go... With me, I'm usually late because I'm never on time. So <laughs> I'm usually running into the gig um, with, like, 10-minute call time until so I've got to be on stage. So, like, it's usually stress. But they... I... I when I first started out, I was, like, very oblivious mm. to what what can happen. Um, but it was, uh, like, you know, you go to your gigs and, like, people talk to you, but, like... It is very invasive. You know, you get a lot of people who, especially, you know, it's, it's weird. The worst ones are women. Really? really? Women are the worst. They come up to you, they're drunk, they're in your face. They're like, you should do my makeup. Oh, my God. You're stunning. Oh, you're uh, Oh, my. She's like, oh, oh, what glitter eyeliner is that? And it's oh like, God. they, and they are, they're the worst. They're like, this, they're there with the fag on, you know. Claire's got out for a cigarette just to, like, get a bit of air. And I have them all literally up in my hair. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's a lot. And like, it depends on the place. Like if I go to heaven, you get bombarded by the twinks. If you go to Circa, it's usually the straight woman who's there, who's having a good time with a gay friend. And then if you go like Soho, it's just a ramsack. Do mm. you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. weird. Like, I, I remember though once I did Cirque Le Soir... Right. Um, which is a straight club, um, very Middle Eastern, very Dubai. You know those kind of people. um <laughs> Megan's time. Megan. Um, <laughs> yeah, really, I was like, right. <laughs> I'm um,
1: silent. <laughs> Tumbleweed.
2: <laughs> and you know, I went in there and I had this dress on where it was like plunged so low at the back that you could see my entire ass crack. um And guys were just shoving money down my ass crack. Oh, I wish so someone so did. There was, I was gonna say there is <laughs> perk. <laughs>
1: Like with
2: love <laughs> i just start wearing low cut dresses now. <laughs> 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 Till I took the money out and there were skidders. I'm joking. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah, I'd have to make sure we're very
1: clean.
2: Yeah. Uh, but they're a douche douche. <laughs> um but no, yeah, I mean it's 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 weird, but like I since doing drag I've been assaulted twice. Really? Oh my god. Yeah. One and both times. No, one time was in an Uber, one time was outside of McDonald's. Yeah. While you were in drag? In drag, full drag. Never never been like, while I've been like, I was only assaulted when I was boy when I was living with you guys and I got attacked.
1: Yeah, but, yeah I remember
2: but, that. But like, that wasn't sexual. These, like with drag, yeah. And they're always straight men, they're not gay men or anything like that. Oh really? my god! And they're always, and they're, always the, they're always, I'm not going to be, but they're, very, they're always the same type. Right, yeah, right, I right. can imagine.
0: I feel mm. like McDonald's is already a very vulnerable place when you're there, like after an hour <laughs> like,
2: I was just there with my Happy Meal <laughs> in my best life,
0: and boom! <laughs> oh crazy.
2: God,
1: I hate that. Yeah, people scary. are vile. People, so, yeah,
2: I mean, there is everyone sees the glamour side of the drag, but there is also uh, the dark sides to it. You know, it's not all lashes and wigs.
0: Mm. I was saying to Megan the other day, I really sometimes you realise as part of the queer community that we really live in this bubble. Mm. And some, because I think it was about, oh, we were talking about trans people um, and the trans community and their looks. And sometimes straight people will say like, oh, you look like a man or very offensive things. And we were talking about
1: it. I was saying like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even bat an eyelid.
0: Oh and yeah, that, we were watching uh, We were Post. watching Pose. That's what it was. Um,
1: mm. and we were saying like, we wouldn't even bat an eyelid and we were like, is this because we're just so within...
0: In the bubble. Like
1: we're so used to that life and we see them all the time.
0: Like fully immune, nothing, not shocked, nothing but shots, like nothing but, stands yeah. out to you yeah. even. like. But then you leave this, bu- and everything is so accepting and there is tolerance. I mean, there should be. Uh, but mostly it's a very safe space because that's, as queer people, that's what we create for ourselves. Um... And obviously, like Megan, we do have our allies who support us. But then when you exit the bubble, man, there is scary people out there. And yeah. us as queer people, we, we are vulnerable and we are like, we can be targets. Yeah. So I um, hate that that happened to you.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's nothing that's damaged my crown. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, it's always, absolutely. It's always something that just makes me want to... Arise and and at the end of the day, I know it sounds brutal, but these are just lessons that I I have to take for myself and just think, you know, I need to not be leaving this club on my own or getting in an Uber on my own. You know, it's definitely sim- simple things what make a huge difference, and it's just b- about being aware of it. You know, I think for that's sure. one. That's when people when all the time when I do Q A's on Instagram, people always said to me like, "What's a tip for a new a, a baby drag queen?" And it's like they always expect to be like, "Oh, like." Don't use this colour eyeshadow. shadow. But no, the, the truth is, do everything you can do, like, whatever, but don't do it alone, you know? Make sure oh, you're, with, you're with one friend or... And that's the thing. I, I just went into it oblivious because the thing is, being in the gay scene in London for so many years and, you know, with your friends, the, the this is the thing like you said with the bubble. Us as gay people, we're so overly confident in eh? And we almost like see ourselves as being invincible when we go to these clubs because we feel like we're feeling our oats, you know, we're feeling our fantasy. The supreme. F- yeah, you know, you do. Yeah. You with your friends, you're with your cliches, and you think, yeah, like I'm, I'm merry, whatever. But girl, like r- the the real world is bigger than the little gay world that you're about to walk into. Do you know what I mean? So Definitely. that journey to get to that is a lot more risky.
0: Yeah, I th- yeah, I agree. Um, it's. I remember this one incident. Which wasn't even, like, in a night out. it Because you... Obviously, when you do drag, like, you you will stand out. Or even if you're just turning out a look as, like, your regular queer um, going to a club. Like, you, obviously, people will be able to tell that you are not the straight stereotype. Um, but I remember this incident where Megan and I, we were walking down down the road in, like, central London. It was next to the Ritz. And this guy just came up to... Like, he was... This guy was on a bike... And oh, fully... this was
1: horrid. I, I've never felt such rage.
0: I didn't even know what was going on in the first place because this guy kind of cut us off, like...
1: With his bike, like, with, came with in front bike. of us and stopped us.
0: Um, And, yeah, basically he had a massive go at me and was about to, like, fully beat me up. He
1: wasn't really making much sense because he was definitely high on something. Yeah, Um, yeah. But...
0: But, like, this was... I was in my regular clothes, not looking like a massive, like... Fag. Like... <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i and i was thinking like wait am i oblivious to yeah, how some, i look
1: he had some choice words and he you didn't even register them though no, you just really. kind of like stood there
0: i just stood there all and all of a sudden megan was like fuming it can be scary though like it's yeah. a scary world for yeah sure.
1: i can definitely vouch for that Crazy. It's
0: not cute
2: not cute girl <laughs> no. no not on today
1: no
0: uh anyway, on a brighter note, how would you kind of describe London as a just like a nightlife scene in general and then also london's drag
2: um oh
0: god that's a question because um. it's kind of different though isn't it i mean obviously yeah. now we've introduced drag race u k we've had the first season, which is um c- controversial maybe <laughs> we do have this very drastic comparison between american drag and now british drag obviously there is a lot more history to british drag anyway that people now learn about um but how do you think it's different the whole nightlife
2: i mean the the thing with uk drag in comparison to drag race i still feel like because it's so early on you know with season one it wasn't it was a good representation of what we can do, but it wasn't the full package. You know, there's, there's so much more to British drag. And again, you'll, you can see that by going out and experience the London nightlife, like depending on what you want, it depends on the venue, you know, like if you go to Soho or you go to the two brewers or you go to heaven. I love the two (laughs) brewers. You know what I mean? Like it's a total different um, realm of drag every time, You, you know, it depends on the place, but like, you know, the thing with British drag in comparison to American drag for sure is that it's not as serious. You know, yeah. we, we can, people can still look serious. Like I can, I can say that for myself, you know, I'll never make sure I go out looking like an old bat. But yeah. I will still keep a, a campy attitude and not be this fierce Beyonce persona. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's, that's what it is. I think the the British drag has a lot more heart oh it.
1: yeah i like that that's cute i really like that that's a nice way of putting it <laughs> i love england, <laughs> <laughs> england. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah i mean I the
2: nightlife I- in in london is very different to like the rest of the uk like you're gonna like it's the same with drag like you know depending on where you are in the uk the nightlife is different leeds is a very like hardcore like techno, night out. Right. Oh, is
1: it? Leeds is probably quite comparative. Can we Berlin. talk
0: about how every gay is into techno? Like every gay at the moment. Me, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> Mate, honestly, I can't cope. Every, every gay is into techno and is into playing video games. And I'm like... I'm like, the have- thing I really think it was... Charlie
2: XCX has brought out this bloody new uh, EP and I was listening to it and there was just this <laughs> noise of a dying cat throughout the whole song and it's just like just this constant beat and it's like a techno beat it's going meh, 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 throughout the whole song I just thought how do you listen to this shit? This is the noise I hear when I go to bed and the foxes are
0: fucking in the yard Literally
1: I, It's
0: haunting. I hate
1: it I hate
0: it I can't cope with it So Leeds is techno I've yeah, never like- been to Leeds well so good good choice so, <laughs> no no <laughs> leeds is good I but like i prefer
1: manchester
2: yeah like manchester Liverpool. is a dirty night yes. out yeah manchester really wanna... is oh, i've never been yeah yeah if you want to
1: be dirty and just like if you
2: want to do dirty like you want to <laughs> leave there with with stains on your jeans you know Oh is that kind of place? I love it. I love it.
1: I love <laughs> yeah, it.
2: Yeah, Manchester is very that. Like it's very like you leave blind drunk. But um Scotland I would say that's very like um that's campy. Oh, That's I love that. humorous and it's very a dry sense of humour, you know. They use the word cunt like you would say hello to someone. Oh really. Like us. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, literally.
2: <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, and then, you know, you go down to Birmingham, Birmingham's really cool. Like that's Again, v- very funny base, very comedian. So like you, but like London, I feel like London is just gay. Mm. Like it is gay. Me. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Like yeah. yeah,
2: it's it's all your young boys discovering a nightclub for the first time. Where it is of, very oh, young, try isn't a club it? Up.
0: It is. I always feel like it's very. It's either like eighteen to twenty year old twinks, or then forty plus.
2: It's either you wear a crop top with a Nicki Minaj badge or you go to the next club and you wear a harness and a G-string.
1: That is It (laughs) really Literally. (laughs) Literally. It's so funny. It's like
2: you either walk into the club fist pumping or you walk into the club doing starships,
0: you know, doing a shit vogue. There is no in between.
2: (laughs) There's no middle ground. If you want a middle ground girl, you're going to be having a very shit time. Dead.
1: That really is it, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so God bless my 30s. <laughs> oh,
0: don't. Oh. I, I'm Crocked so up. old already. <laughs> I'm so aware of my age at this point. I'm like, yeah, how old are you? How old do you think I am? <laughs> oh, God. Well, you shaved the head. <laughs> I did shave the head. I shaved the head. I shaved my face.
2: I'm going to go with, did you go straight to uni? Like, did you uh, go straight from, did you go straight to college and straight to uni? Or did you have a bit of a time?
0: I did go straight to uni.
2: Oh, so you're like you're like 23, 22.
0: I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, sure. I'm 22, actually. <laughs> no, so I'm old. 24, yeah. You're 24? Already. I'm ahead of you. Uh, yeah.
2: Same age as give,
0: me, guys. Give, me another, yeah, give me another year and then I'm dead to the gay world. <laughs> I can't <laughs> deal
1: not, with
2: that. But yeah, you must be at this... You're like in the same place as me then. Like, you're at that rock where you're like 24. And it's like, I always imagined myself at 25, like...
0: No, don't have a started. kid. Do, okay, I'm house. not. I'm um not a kid. Maybe house would be large. Like but...
2: I thought. I just saw twenty-five as this age where I should have my career. I should have this sorted.
0: I should be ready to go.
2: And I'm. I'm like, not aiming I'm no for thirty.
0: Me neither. I'm aiming for thirty. I'm now.
1: literally
0: no in it. <laughs> thirty. <laughs> yeah, 30 is the next twenty-five. I'm ready for it.
1: Age is but just a number, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah,
0: no, but
2: sixty-nine is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love it. So, what's like your ambition now? Cause I feel like you've got like you've got to a You're great established. Point. You're so established. Me? I'm
0: not what's,
1: established
0: Chris. Of course you are. What's next?
2: Are
1: you what's still gonna next? are you still like designing and stuff as well?
0: Oh yeah, I was like Yeah,
2: girl? so um at the moment I am working on a new line. Um, that'll be coming out later in the year, exciting! Um, so that's gonna be like my first proper uh retail collection, Amazing. Um, yeah. So that'll be camp, and then um, I want to do a few makeup jobs, you know, maybe do some collabs or something like that in the near future if I can get my name out there, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and then. I don't know like I mean my ultimate goal with everything with drag is to be the first British drag queen in British Vogue. Oh what a dream. it's never it's never happened so um there's room for one. Oh yes
1: honey. So
2: that would be the cherry on top of the cake for me with the goal with drag but like with drag I never had a goal with it it was just something that entertained me and distracted me and made me happy. So, like, my goal with it was just to do the same to other people and make other people happy. So, like, I feel like as long as I'm still waking up every day happy to do it, then I feel like I'm still winning. Oh, I love it.
0: Spread positivity. Very much what we're
2: about.
1: (laughs) Always.
2: Yeah, I mean, mean, design will always be, and fashion will always be a huge part of me. And, like, my goal with fashion now, like, has changed so much where doing drag has made me realise how limited fashion is um in that you know I can't go to Harrods with a grand and buy myself a shoe at the standard of Christian LeBouton in my size
0: no yeah why is that
2: yeah why can I not go to Manolo Blahnik you know and have a gorgeous shoe just on the stand for a man what is a heel what's 12 inches
0: yeah it's not the norm and it's
2: not you know and why can't I have a dress what's already got a corset built in to make me cinch Mm mm-hmm Why do I have to go out and buy a corset for everything? Yeah. So, you know, and it's the same with trans people. Like, why can we not have blazers what are broader at the shoulder and thicker in in terms of tailoring but still sit well on a woman and not look like she's buried? And the same with a man who... Well, you know, like it's one who's transitioned from man to woman. Why can he not buy a blazer what's got a corset built in and it's narrow at the shoulder and and fitted at the wrist to make him look slim? So I want to do clothes what can basically give people an, a different image in their body silhouette rather than it be based on the, the brand, the tag of the name. So rather than it being like, this is a dress for a woman, this is, it can be a dress for a woman, what makes her look like a man. Hats yeah. off to that. Literally, I love yeah. that.
0: That's amazing. I was literally so that's saying... That's goal. Uh, that's an amazing goal. Because I was saying the other day, I feel... I mean, you were talking about a very specific um, customer, but even male fashion as a whole is so... Dry it's brutally boring gendered yes oh so yeah so gendered that's what i'm like i just want to find a nice pair of high-waisted trousers make them pleated high-waisted you're out you won't find them you have to make them yourself you have to have them tailored and i'm like i'm so over this
1: yeah because we were both looking on like clothing websites i was looking for a couple of things i wanted like some tailored shorts and you were looking for a few things as well and i instantly found like after looking for a few through a few websites what I was looking for, like at like good prices and like looked great. But you were literally like sifting through for thousands, ages. Thousands of items. Just to get like the trouser that you were just saying, or like even just like a nice quality like silk or like satin kind of shirt. Like yeah.
2: it's,
0: it's a joke. It's so
1: hard for you to find like this kind of stuff.
0: Especially Everything because of a man is basic. It's yeah, so basic. it's boring. And then I'm like, oh my yeah. God, let me look at the women's stuff. Because, I mean, I feel like half my wardrobe is women's stuff anyway. But with that, it's so hit and miss because I'm quite tall. And women, everything is too short at the arms for me or the legs. And then I'm like, oh, it just looks stupid. I, so if you want to contribute <laughs> to that, I
2: You're will here for enjoy it. that. Yeah. yeah. I but just I'm- want, you know, like for me, like, my wardrobe, Megan not even know, was always like top shop zara woman yeah it was oh it was yeah yeah, it was never it was never the men's stuff but like you know it was then when people go to me uh where's your jumper from and i'm like top shop it was like girls and it's like that should not be a thing and that's why a brand should just not be have any design or um customer in mind it should just be clothes you know what i mean and and, and it fits all shapes and that's what that's what I'm trying to do, just a genderless, not, I don't, I hate the one people like, I want to do a gender free brand, I don't want that, I just want it to be a brand what is just so open, and it can just change who, depending on the customer, yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, massively, because I I will say as well, like, even obviously in the future, when my knight in shining armor comes along, (laughs) he will probably be a straight man, (laughs) um, I don't want him dressing in the crap that's out there for... My man that I'm going to be with isn't going to be dressing in this crap.
0: Unless it's a suit.
1: Unless it's a lovely tailored suit, yeah. Absolutely not. I don't want him dressing in this basic crap that they've got for men at the moment. Like, I hate
2: it. And the thing is as well, like, with clothes, what are for a man, what are then catered to be a bit more feminine? Like, you can look at designs like Palomo Spain. You know, there's so many people, but they... Are ridiculously priced
0: yeah so that's, if you want that's to, the problem
2: yeah and if you so if you want to be a fashion boy and you want to be also a bit genderless
0: you've got to be fucking rich yeah that's the th- also like because you would think well the kind of stereotype is that gay men are always the most beautiful and like most stylish people ever and true not to, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, i was gonna say i'm like why where not, are you going with this <laughs> Cause I just don't... I just don't agree. Like, I'm not meaning to throw anyone on the bus, but, like, I've never met a single person in my life or here in London where I'm like, you're... I've got one person in mine, actually. Yeah. He turns it out. He's the mood. But, like, everyone else is just the normal, boring, kind of fashiony y straight boy. And I'm like... Yeah. We want more. We want more. I'm not saying that I'm turning it out every day... <laughs> But I'm like, we want more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So more options will be very welcome. Yeah. Please, Argos, call me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but on that note, um, I'm not sure how much you're allowed to talk about this um, in terms of drag race, but the season just passed. Um, You did dress a couple queens. What was it? Oh, yes. That's a bit of tea. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to elaborate on this or are we going to... Swiftly move on. Swiftly. No, I mean, I'm happy to answer the question. Um,
2: (laughs) I did help um, a particular drag queen. Uh Uh-huh. Which made a bit of a... Which become a bit of a storyline online. Um, But, yeah, I... This drag queen what I don't think expected to be casted, um, so was very unprepared. Um, So, you know, she wanted my help. Um, We didn't really have a relationship or a a, a good friendship at this point. You know, we just followed each other online. That was really it. Mm -hmm. So I offered, you know, to do multiple pieces. I think I did it all together about, well, I did the promo outfit. I did, I think I did the finale outfit. I don't think altogether I provided five or six looks mm. for ten of the runways. Wow. So it was a lot. Um, some stuff was just out of my own wardrobe. You know, I gave shoes, I gave earrings, I gave everything. The whole um, fantasy. And then when the time came when um it was announced, um I was very um lowly credited.
1: Oh, outfits, I hate
2: that. Out, outfits by me, and right.
1: Oh, when it was like, When it
2: was me and my mom sewing everything at home. You know, I took a yeah. week out of work to do everything, so that's why I was a bit annoyed. Um, you we'll know, always I...
0: give credit where credit is due. Yeah, yeah and that's it's the thing, that like you thought. know, it's and in I did.
2: Industry. I never charged anything. I only asked for the fact the co- the cost of the materials, which. Which I did very cheaply. Everything was like done at foot Each look was done at like forty, fifty quid. I think the only one that was most expensive was the promo, which was like a hundred. But that is nothing. Nothing. You know yeah. the the money I I would spend on looks is like hundreds and hundreds, and I'm, it's not even for that kind of platform. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um.
2: So I was. It was. It was a very annoying time. Um. And then so. And then I was asked to do some looks for a fellow drag queen on the show as well and i just said on, on i was at the time i was at manchester pride and i was drunk so i was messaging him like <laughs> <"Bleh."> <laughs> and yeah and, um, the person i think uh i went to uni with who was working as the assistant for the the drag queen so i knew the, them quite well and they were just like oh would you make some looks of blah blah and i said uh not really liked but it's like, to be honest, like after the last con I just kind of don't want to like (laughs) do you know what I mean like I've gained nothing from it I've not gained any press or promo I've not gained like masses of followers it's not done me anything except for gave me stress and and time out of work trying to do it so I just don't see like it's no offense but I I just don't I just want to now if I'm going to do that kind of work and effort and time and investment I want to do it for myself not for someone else if it's with drag which was just a fair point. And then that conversation was print screened and just edited, where right? It just was that like I said, she's a con, don't oh. want to work for her. And they took oh. out all of their chat on Instagram and then it was posted all over Instagram. Really? Oh my
1: God, yeah. people are brutal. That's
2: catchy. And yet, at the Sorry, end of the day, catchy. I'm the one out of pocket. You know, it was me who turned down work and then also did work at such a cheap price. I mean, it's only, it's took like nearly a year now to get that, like to actually come to terms and speak with the person like like mediate it but Mm. yeah so then after that i was kind of seen as a bit of a cunt in the in the drag community but
0: whatever who cares so controversial (laughs) can't wait for our podcast to be (laughs) cancelled this is this is gonna be blacklisted oh (laughs) Oh,
1: i love it
2: (laughs) but just but now like you know everything's cool everything's sorted but yeah it was it was a time it was a time Mm. to be alive crazy I was getting I- hate mail.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah, um,
2: on- dra- drag queens, not drag queens, but, like, drag fans, like, signing to my DMs, threatening me because I'd apparently outed this person and called her a cunt, and I was just like, um, eh, she, she don't know she, Oh, my know. gosh.
0: I'm still waiting for my earrings. <laughs> yeah, Instagram can be a uh, interesting place. Yeah. Very. But you do collaborate with lots of throughout queens local anyway like we, london yeah we saw the past the brush video
2: oh yeah that's camp we, yeah we've we all the thing is with the london queens because we're all so different we all get booked so differently we all get booked mm. for different venues so we never really get booked together the only time we're ever together is if we're actually planning to do a night out and if that's the case we don't want to be in drag do you know what i mean yeah. yeah so we don't really ever do anything as a whole so like it never looks like we're really associated with each other so to do that and actually have us all together on one thing was kind of camp yeah, yeah um, super cute but yeah it was it's really nice cute. that you're
1: all different as well then because then you feel like there's not like you're not stepping on each other's toes or like yeah there's not like competition
2: i mean we all go for like looks like we're all pretty much looks queens but like the thing is we all have a different aesthetic, you know? Yeah. We're, we're, that's the difference. Like, you know, some people are a bit more conceptual, some people are a few bit more anime, some people are, like me, fashion. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's just different adjacences what we all work to. But, you know, I think as a, as a collective, if you put it all together, it's good to see a re- a, a wide representation.
0: Yeah, for sure. Or, yeah, like, Matt, kind of... Matt Talented. I told you before, like, within that video alone... Cause I know the first season of Drag Race, people loved and people hated, but I was just even though, yes, we established London or England drag is more about humor and wit and all that stuff. But I'm like, you can still be funny and witty, but turn out a look. look. Yeah. So I like to see more of like the newer generation of drag turning out a look and serving personality.
2: Yeah, it's so yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean the the thing with British drag is it's been going on for quite a long time, so there's yeah. there's quite a lot of renowned queens who are still in their generation who have been doing it for quite a long time, you know. So at the end of the day, it's like do you say for instance if I was casting for drag race, um would I choose the person who's grafted for 20 years and really built up a reputation or do i cast the girls just come on the scene who's been here a year and doesn't have much uh, maybe she has a bit of personality but she's only doing it a year and she turns out a good look you know that's the thing it's like what's going to give you better tv
1: so so
2: i think that's probably why the first season was the way it was in that you know they had a lot of icons you know vivian's an icon um, yeah. legend bagger Such is a even legend bagger. oh, oh bagger. you know Paul everyone the time. Oh. she's like she's she's she, before drag race she was a household name what everyone would see pissed up and getting kicked out of the bars you know she was yeah, yeah. A, a legend and it's same with like Davina as well she's been doing the manchester scene for so long and you know i think that's what they was trying to do just get a, a representation of like the the figures you know like the British
1: the, heritage of it yeah
2: it was very that but I think now you know that maybe in the next couple of seasons they can start to break that up a bit you know yeah we'll see
0: which is which is camp yeah yeah for sure I'm wondering because we obviously talked about like what you turn out what you're about like exterior wise and we did touch a little bit on like how you're feeling when it comes to being exposed in drag and what kind of comes with all of that. But other than that, what are kind of matters that are important to you? Because clearly you have a platform and drag is a very artistic way of spreading a message. What message or messages would you like to convey to people with your art form, with your fashion? Um, What are you about really?
2: For me, I would just say, you know, I just, I carry this huge, um, what's the word? It's like I have, I have this facade, you know. I have mm-hmm. yeah. this front. Don't where, we all? Yeah, fully. Don't we all? You know, and like the thing is, when when you when you come to that point, which obviously you you haven't both of you, but like, and you're, you're thinking, who do I want to be as a drag queen? You know, and yeah. you think, and, and the thing is, <laughs> I <know you> <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> wake <laughs> up every
1: day thinking this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And you don't want to, like... The thing is, with drag, you don't want to be yourself. You know, you are you. So then why, why, why recreate that, you know? So for me, it was always about being interested in what I wasn't. And I, you know, watching Mean Girls as a kid... I didn't want to be Caddy Aaron I wanted to be fucking Regina George yeah you know I want to be hit by a bus and get all the attention in school <laughs> yeah. you know it was
1: <laughs> I love it that was, and it was, yeah
2: it was that whole that's the whole thing with dragon. it's like you know watching Sleeping Beauty I was obsessed with Maleficent I didn't want to be the the sleeping dead bitch you know and, <laughs> and that's you know what I mean and like yeah of course I want a man to wake me up and kiss me in, in the mouth to get me to get out of bed but like I'd rather be the horny bitch you know what I mean with the scepter oh brilliant
1: oh here we are oh yes Thank so you. that's oh, and that's and that's
2: what i think with drag like with my message it's just about you know it's an escapism and that and th- that's what it is for me it's like for that few hours i get to leave who i am as george and become a horror which is everything that i'm not and I can live up to that, you know, and I can amp it up and I can be overly confident and I'm not being judged as me. I'm being judged as someone I'm portraying. And that's why I don't take it personal. And I don't take it offensive. If someone says you're ugly in drag, that's fine. I'll just work on the makeup brush harder next week. But if I was George and I got told that, it would hurt, you know? Yeah. So that's why with my message with drag is just just have fun and just like... Just be everything that you're not and just live your fantasy. Like that is literally what it is. It's about. I know people go like, oh, be all your fantasy. But like, it is that, you know? Yeah. Be everything you've always wanted to be. If you want to be a pop star, release a bastard track, you know? Mm. You can do it in track because you're not you and you can you've got you get recognition and you get looked at a lot closer
0: with a magnifying glass because you're dressed the way you are. Yeah. I think the approach of living a fantasy and what well, what you do essentially is like you're portraying and living an alter ego from time to time yeah i think people massively underestimate the importance of having and living a fantasy oh, because yeah. simply because you do always even though you act in quotations as a different person you will take something from that alter ego into your personal life and you will go to different lengths as said alter ego than you would normally but that will teach you so much about how you can broaden your horizon how much you can achieve that you as yourself wouldn't dare to do but as an Mm -hmm. alter ego there is endless possibilities
1: if you want something and you start creating it in your day-to-day life
0: art of manifestation yeah it's
1: literally you're gonna get it like you will get yourself there like you have to,
2: if you if you say to yourself i'm the best i'm the best you will be
0: the best i know it yeah, sounds so petty. You're gonna start to no, it. but on the flip side if you say i'm the worst i can't do this i'm poor i'm ugly then you will also be that
1: yeah you're
2: gonna believe it yeah you're
0: gonna believe it
2: exactly whatever you tell why... yourself you're gonna believe but then this is the thing as well like with a uh, obviously with drag being such a mainstream thing and this is the thing i would say to everyone who is trying to enter it you know you need to have realisation. You need to have an idea of what you are, what you're trying to do and what you're trying to be because at the end of the day, this is no shade to any of the queens out there, but it's very common. You know, what you're doing in drag, you could do as a man in a dress. Mm, you yeah. know, That's I'm, amazing. Not, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not here to stand at a table and pour a drink. You know, yeah. I didn't sign to be a waiter.
1: Yeah.
2: Tea. Like, it's just fact <laughs> Like, I'm not here to walk around the club and have photos with you, you know. Like like I will do it, but that's not my goal. So if my yeah. career is only ever gonna be pouring drinks and standing around looking pretty, it's not a job. It's just you know what I mean it's it's not gaining anything. It's making a bit of coin and then it's going to bed and posting it on Instagram. Like, you I wanted to do more and that's why as soon as I went into it, I was like, I know anyone can dress up in drag, but why what can I offer? You know, yeah. and my thing is that I am conceptual with my looks. I never repeat a look. And I will never repeat a look. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, as soon as I have wore it, it's gone, you know? And that's, yeah. And yeah. that's, and that's it. Or, or, if I, or if I've got it out, if I've got a nice outfit, then I'll cut it up and change it into something else. And, like, that was my thing. I always wanted to be this visionary of everything I always wanted to be, you know, I w- always grew up watching Lady Gaga and all that shit, and I wanted to be, like, how she was, you know, constantly evolving, changing, and people not knowing what to see the next day and keeping them on their toes, and that's why I'm not going to go out in drag wearing a blazer and a beret, you know, mm. like, if I'm doing a simple de- gig, I will do it, but that's not going to have impact. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Oh, yeah. that's literally balm to the soul hearing all of this. Yeah, fully. Because if you want to like, do it, do it right. If you're gonna
2: like, if you're gonna do it the same way you're gonna have sex, go hard. You know, piss. yeah. Exactly. So you commit to it. Commit. it. The- you're go, in it. Go, go you're in it, to win it. Don't, don't pussyfoot around and give me a, a wanky hand job. Uh, do you mean do the full thing? And that's exactly what it's all it is with me. It's like if I'm gonna do it, I want to like I will sit for hours in bed with my phone looking for my Instagram, thinking. God, that wig! Christ! Oh God, Mm. those shoes! I mean, and I look through my shit, and I look, and I think, right, what have I done here? What I haven't done yet? And then now that gives me my next idea. And the the one thing I always say to people is, if you want to stand out, if you're sitting now and you think, what do I want to wear tomorrow? I want to wear. Oh my God! If I wore like a pastel pink dress with a pink wig, that'd be so cool. If that's the first idea that came to your head and it's the first thought, then it's the first thought for many other people because it's quite an obvious choice. So then you yeah. need to d- dig on from that and go for the last option you would have thought of and that's what you need to wear.
1: Yeah, I love that.
2: Think outside think the box.
1: Think outside the box. And
2: that's it. And that's what I just think. That's why I think drag has just become a case now of buy a £25 wig off Amazon, put on some cute makeup, what everyone can do, and then go to Topshop and have a shopping spree. And it's not... About that. Do you know what I mean? No.
1: For you sure. need to put more work into so, it. So yeah. Sure. If you're going to do
2: it. If you're going to do it. That's what I mean. Have some realisation. Run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot for the stars. Stand for something.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. For sure. And I stand for
0: fashion. <laughs> <laughs> fashion for all. <laughs> I love it. I couldn't wait to see you on the cover of Vogue. Yeah. I love it. Because like. That's such a big goal. But personally, I relate to that so much. It was so funny when you said it earlier because I was like, that's funny because Megan knows, like, it's my, one of my life goals to shoot a cover of Vogue. And to the point, like, when we say we manifest things, like, we fully went to Vogue house.
1: And just stood in front of
2: it and was like... And
0: Megan was like, I'll take a picture now. So we have this moment now. So once once you were the photographer for that Vogue cover...
2: You, can look you will back. look back on yeah.
0: this and you'll be like, you made it.
1: I do this all the time. I go to places that I want to, like, illustrate for or, like, I'll write down that I've done it, even though I haven't, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, going to do it. Just putting it out yeah, there. Yeah, I'm putting it into the world.
2: No, it's so true. You have to you have to have a goal with everything you do, because if you don't, you'll just get lost and take a different route. Yeah, for sure. like, and none of them time, are too big. But, yeah, but at the same time, no matter, like, if the road does change, don't be afraid to still take it. Like, I never in a million years thought I'd be doing drag.
1: Yeah, it's I'd... so exciting to see you as, like, a horror now because, like, obviously I knew you before drag. So. Exactly,
2: and, like, I was so committed as a fashion student. You know, I left I left my uni with the highest grade I could have got. You know what I mean? Like,
0: I left the highest first. <laughs> yeah. Do you
2: know what I mean? Like, and I, I was like, and I thought, but then I left uni, I was
0: like, now what?
2: Yeah, literally. I have a grade. That's
0: me. Fully i have me. a great grade. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. And, then,
2: and that's the thing, and it's like, and then drag just came into my life, but like, now I could never have seen anything other than drag, and it's like, my fashion and everything has come together now through drag. Yeah, it's all fallen like, into
1: place, really. Yeah, and
2: my skills I learned in design have now infiltrated and interjected into what I do today, and like, now I have this, crazy like fashion journey what i'm on and it's everything's kind of added up but like it's, it was never what i anticipated it to be you know what i mean yeah that's oh, kind like of I the had a goal world, yeah i had a goal that i was gonna do well that was it
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's yes, a good goal. i always
2: knew you would fully just i, just... That's, I think that's you can't say i want to be this i want to be that i want to be that just have a goal in that a few things ticked off like a bucket list you yeah. can have five things you want to do and just tell yourself you want to be happy and do well. And as long as that, that's your goal, you'll achieve it, you know? Yeah, for sure. You'll never face I,
0: disappointment. Yeah. And even if you do, work through it. Yeah. Period.
1: Turn it on its head. Always. That's what we're all about.
0: <laughs> well, I personally can't wait to see...
1: All of that happen. Yeah, yeah, where it's going to go. You. Yeah, um,
0: exciting. Just because we're slowly but surely coming to the end of this episode... Uh, where can people find you for anyone who still doesn't know you and is still not following me on Instagram? How can they well, get on? Well, if you it?
2: ain't following me, then what are you doing? Huh? <laughs> um, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at ahora. That's a w h o r a, like a whore. Um, <laughs> and then you can also find me on Twitter at ahora official and. <laughs> Or is it official or horror? One or the other. And then, uh, (laughs) I don't have a YouTube. I'm not that girl. Um, And Snapchat, if you want a dick pic, it's George Boyle. Great. (laughs) 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 We've
0: covered it all. I love that. That's amazing. Well, before we let you go, the last question we're going to ask you. Because
1: it's very our brand and our our podcast, what we're about. Um, What would be your advice on how to be posh on a penny? Like, a, t- a tip and a trick of how to do it. Do
2: it. Posh on a penny. I, you haven't well, you haven't
0: made it yet. You're still broke, but you want to turn it out. What are you going to tell the people?
2: I think the, the key to, like, posh on a penny is literally me. You know, I look like a million dollars, <laughs> but this is still a revolution eyeliner, you know? And the thing is, I would just say, don't be fooled by the name it's about how you do it and that goes with makeup it doesn't and loads of things you know with makeup you think that buying the better quality means you're getting a better look but it's not true the truth is that is how you apply it and it's in you and that's the same with clothes don't think that by buying balenciaga it makes you fashionable You know, you can get the same look by going to a charity shop and digging for those finds and adding your own spin on it and you'll still look like that same image you was trying to achieve. So it's about your outlook rather than what the price tag says.
1: Oh, I love that. Amen. That's just encapsulated it all. (laughs) We can quit the podcast now. (laughs) 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 I love that. Yeah, sweet. That's it. Yeah. So if you want to find... (laughs) Me and
0: Alex, <laughs> <laughs> The underdogs.
1: Yeah. At the
0: Alec James.
1: And at Mugen Rose.
0: On Instagram. George Ahura, thank you so much. Yes, this was it's been thank amazing. You. Insane.
1: It's
2: been and so I'll nice to we'll catch up. In the future and see where we're all at.
0: Oh, definitely. Yes,
1: please.
0: Uh, to all of you who are listening, thanks so much for listening yeah. to another episode of Posh on a Penny with Ooh. our first thank guest. <laughs> I'm the first of the worst. Thank Uh, you all. Never. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Until we see you again next week.